down. Oh. But then you, you had to turn your head sideways to look at it. <laughs> like it yeah, so we're going to take a sideways look at some stuff here coming up. Oh, hey, we're cool. Oh, man, like we always do. Right, so let's go ahead and cue up our music and get going. Hi, this is Parsley, and this is the podcast. It sounds all right everybody that's right this is the podcast that sounds funny and we are coming at you today on the week of uh, january 10th 2022 and it is going to be show number, I think, 10 episode uh, of season three and episode 114. And I am your host, Keith, and joined with me, or the host that shall not be named. Hey, <laughs> I was going to be host O, but I'll be Q because then I can have my little thing hanging out. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm going to be um, smiling face emoji with glasses. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the smiling face with the sunglasses on. Yeah. Of course, this is all a reference to our last episode and the story of banned children names. Mm. So for listeners who may be brand new and haven't heard our previous shows, Jim Shoot, I'm going to leave you in the dark. And for those of you who slept through the last episode, no one ever does that. No. I don't sleep through it when I record it, but when I listen back to it, I fall asleep. Yeah. Does anyone have a question? Well, uh, anyway, uh, we do like to start out with something that's a little bit of what's new. Oh, and I do have something a little bit of kind of what's new. Uh, it could be a funny family story, reading, watching, doing whatever you want to, whatever's on your little mind to get out. Can I go first? Hmm. Can I go first? Can I go first? Go ahead. Go ahead. This is a sad note, but the other day, uh, day before yesterday, all I wanted to do was type up a credential report for our Madison County Association. And I have this big 32 ounce cup of coffee on my desk. And I have an external keyboard. Well, I it was did. so thirsty. I did, but <laughs> I spilled all 32 ounces on my keyboard, on my lap. When later in the day, when I was changing out of my pants, my wife goes, You need to change your socks too. You got coffee all in your socks and your shoes. <laughs> yeah, you're just taking a <laughs> coffee bath. Yeah. I just sat here holding my keyboard on its edge with all the coffee pouring out of it. It wasn't scalding hot though. So that was a good thing. So yeah. it cooled off a little bit. It was still hot enough to drink, but not scalding, you know, but. But keyboards do not like coffee note to sell. <laughs> so I was talking with Keith last night and I was like, I had my keyboard and I had it in my left hand, right hand. I could, I was kind of twisting it a little to the left, to the right. And all of a sudden it just snapped right in half. It's completely snapped in half in my hands. I was like, so oh. now it's V shaped. <laughs> it was a really thin keyboard. You know, it's about as thick as my iPhone. You know, it's just, it's the latest in keyboard technology. It's collapsible. Yeah. 
<laughs> Fold it in half. <laughs> Put it in your pocket. In your pocket. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost like the one they got us for the iPhones, you know, the, almost that size, almost. You know. Yeah, those, I, I hate those kind. They're called streamlined or they'll call them tile keys where they're just really thin. They're really flat. And I hate them because my neuropathy fingers needs to have some real keys that I can grab a hold of and touch and feel. All the it's almost like using your laptop keypad keyboard, you know. It's like, yeah, the keys are a little bit closer together, like, there's not as much gap in between your like the little six pack of the (laughs) keys or the F keys. I I hate those kinds. Then I had another one. If unless somebody else wants to go and come back around, but what's your up to since you've been home? Gosh, I can't think of anything funny recently. The only thing that's been in my mind is I can remember, this is an old time story, when we were all down at Disney World in Florida. Is that what it is? Or Disneyland? Disney World in Florida. Disney World. We was watching a parade go by and mom was sitting on a concrete thing that went around a tree. She had this big straw hat on. The birds kept dropping poop on her. Doing paintball or something. I don't know why they thought her straw hat needed to be pooped on. Evidently, they didn't like it. It was a target or something. Well, I have a different memory on that. I thought it was by the Swiss Family Robinson Treehouse, and we all went. Mom didn't want to go, so she sat up there while we went through the line and went on the ride or whatever you call it. That's what I remember. Well, and, and maybe it was both. Maybe maybe mom was just a big target for bird poop. <laughs> the birds were like, we don't like that lady. She hat. had bird Let's poop. Her. She, her hat used to be orange, but it came back. It was orange with white spots all yeah, she over. She did have that one orange straw hat that looked like a flower pot turned up over on her head. <laughs> yeah. Kentucky Fried Bucket Head. <laughs> that was the you cool, know? stylish thing in the early 60s. She just yeah, always had 70s. it until the late 70s. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, because it was '77 when we went to Disney World. Mm, yeah. Yep. And but I, I watched that movie last night, Weird Al Yankovic story. Oh yeah. Now at the end of the movie, it says he was assassinated in 1985. Oh yeah. He did. You didn't know that? <laughs> no. I thought he was still alive. You didn't know he was assassinated in 1985. Nope. <laughs> Every, everything since then has been an imposter. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's why he never seems to get any older. He's it's an animatronic he's now. Got assassinated in 1985, but then he was produced. He was listed in the credits as the producer and director and writer of the movie. So I'm like, well, he must not be dead then. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I I think it's what we would call a joke. <laughs> No way. I don't know one's ever heard any of those here on this podcast. <laughs> Terry just told one. <laughs> and didn't know it. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, the thing I have, it actually happened a, a few weeks ago. Is, you know, probably in October. Uh, the, the grandkids were here for whatever reason, because the grandkids come over and spend a day sometime. And uh you know, we're just hanging out, doing all the usual casual family stuff, watching some TVs, eating some popcorn, uh, yeah. taking naps, you know, all that usual fun, you know, grandpa and grandma stuff. Well, they had left 
and we were getting ready for church on the Sunday morning. And um, my wife was like, what in the world? And I, she's in the shower. And I'm like, what's wrong? She goes, I just pulled up the mat and there's like a big pile of popcorn underneath of it. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently, one or more of our young grandkids decided they didn't want any more popcorn. So they were hiding it in the shower under the shower mat. I thought maybe they were sitting there eating it. Eating, eating popcorn. They may have been in there eating it, playing, and thought the, the shower mat was hungry or something. I don't know. <laughs> but we had a pile of popcorn in the bathroom. I wanted a little soggy. But that's all I got. Yes. I just, I you never to know think what that. kids are thinking. If you don't want to eat it, you could have flushed it or threw it away or... They could have said, hey, disposal. Grandpa, you want the rest of my popcorn? That or, yeah, yeah sure. something like that. Oh, hey, I, I was going to say to any of our listeners out there, I may be uh, enjoying some frosted mini weeks later or popcorn. <laughs> yeah, I guess you hear the sound of uh, Terry munching. You have to guess what it is I'm eating. For, for, <laughs> yeah, we should make, other, that a, we should make like? it a game. We should make it a game. <laughs> What's we should Terry? have the sounds of Terry munching. Okay, listeners, next week we tell us we'll, we'll announce your, who was right on the show, and then next mm-hmm. week we can say Terry was munching on many weeks last week. Look, <laughs> it looks looks like Megan got it right, ding, ding, ding. <laughs> or something. <laughs> I could have peanuts too. <laughs> Did she oh, call yeah, in Megan to let us know what a yoga mat was? Huh? Did I Megan call in are. and tell you what a yoga mat was? Did you? Did she call you? Oh, I haven't noticed. Um, I could check and see. I, I didn't do it before the show. Because um, I asked her to call in, but then I also, my oldest daughter, Lamanda, told me what it was, so I can describe it to you guys. Because last week, you're like, I don't know what Go a yoga ahead, mat is. Know what it's, it's that thing that Yogi the Bear sets on when he eats his picnic baskets. No, it's just because uh, I found that blind abilities too that you were talking about and downloaded some of it. So I listened to it too. Yeah. And for that lady, she says that there was her safety zone. The yoga mat's about four by eight feet long, big, wide, however you want to say it. It's usually something a little bit bigger than you could stuff into your sleeping bag. It, it's about the, so it's four by eight. So it's about the size of a piece of plywood or paneling or drywall oh yeah four four eight. Eight. that's a piece that's a piece okay and then it's got plywood. some kind of surface on it that's non-slip so if you're working out you won't slip and fall right. and it's her safety zone so if it's on the floor and she's on it she knows she can exercise in that area without hitting anything right and then that again, I was, she referred that to the safe spaces or whatever. Yeah. So why don't and they just can carry your? Why you they get contrasting colors. If you have a light floor, get a dark one. They come in lots of different colors. I was told. Right. And, what was Terry saying? Why don't you just get a piece of plywood then? Yeah. Why not? <laughs> Exercise on a sheet of drywall. Cushion. It's a little cushion. It's not like a pillow or something. Yeah, but, but I mean, it's it's like maybe a half inch. Or it, it is three foam. fourths of an inch. Of it, it is made out of foam, so it does have some give, so you can. Yeah. You know. <laughs> I think of those things like you used to take camping that you could put inside your sleeping bag or under your like the uh, military ISO mats or something. Right, right. That's, That's really kind of what I imagined it is mm-hmm. too, but uh, and that would be about the right thickness. 
and you could roll it up and unroll it. But, but those are just about, isomat is so that one, you guys, I don't. But know. that that's just about big enough to sleep on. It's not really four by eight or anything. Well, it might yeah. not be that big, but the thing that's like a double white sleeping bag, four by eight. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> Zip the two. But it gives you enough space. You can you know swing your arms or <laughs> your legs and yeah. And she said to put if you if you do things with with dumbbells, you put them off to the side, off the edge of the mat, so you don't you like attach step some on rings them. to the ceiling and hang from your feet. You know? Yeah, we'll do that. Do the rings. I don't have. A high and you can be lord of those rings. <laughs> we'll send the hobbits and stuff out to torment you, or something. Golems. Uh, anyway, uh, I don't have an awful lot on our opening stuff other than what I, we discovered. So to proceed on along through our typical, usual, everyday segments, we have random stuff. Really? <laughs> Resist me a little, will you? And for our random stuff. That's been well, a wheel, I, right? I got to check. I, I never did get our one holiday thing uh, back on there. And I never did do any more work on the year segment. <laughs> so I think we might have uh, five items on here. And we got to spin the wheel. Yeah, spin that wheel. So we have our made up movie reviews here. <laughs> I poke fun at me. Means I need to. Click on my link here if I can. Let's see if that did it. There we go. That was pretty easy. Movie is coming out this week. And this is um, January. from Movie Insider is the name of the webpage if somebody wants to go. It's an actual real live website. Uh, but we have a handful of shows here that could be TV shows, that could be movies. Uh, we have to read the title and we make up what we think it's about. So here's the list to talk about. And if you watched one, you can't talk about it. Turn voiceover off. Uh, oh, that's not it. <laughs> <laughs> I hit something that said buy slash rent button. That's not oh. a movie. <laughs> or maybe it is. <laughs> mm. uh, the, the Exiles, not rated. So that sounds like a movie, The Exiles. Another one. It sounds like they left the F off. It the <laughs> Hatchet Wielding Hitchhiker is another movie. That sounds pretty scary there. Like a thriller. I bet that's a comedy. <laughs> the, uh, the subtle art of not giving a double something percent, double star percent. So. I guess that means it's a swear word. Crap. You can say the crap. subtle art of not giving a doo doo. Giving <laughs> crap. Crapity crap. Um, so does any of those strike a bell? Should I go on? I kind of like that hatchet wielding hitchhiker. Mm. We're just gonna do one. <laughs> we can do as many of them as you want. We'll start with that one. Mm. See, to me it sounds like a movie where you don't want to pick up hitchhikers, especially mm. those carrying axes. <laughs> Hatchets. Uh, hey, it, maybe though he was just got, cutting down a tree and needed to ride back. <laughs> it, it's about that guy who 
who uh, used to be married, but all of his axes live in Texas. So now he lives in Tennessee. <laughs> so his ex at wielding hitchhikers are back there in Texas while he's on the fast road to Tennessee. But he had a <laughs> but he had a fake leg, and then he it would open up, and that's where he'd ha- keep his hatchets. Oh yeah. Oh. That was... <laughs> I bet Spoiler we're all alert. pretty wrong on that one. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, if you see, don't see a hatchet, it's in his fake leg. What you do, if you think is it's a hatchet wielding hitchhiker, you're up and kick him in the leg. And if he doesn't say "ow," you'll know. He'll be the one saying "ow" because his can, leg. You can kick him in the other one just to make sure. Because <laughs> <laughs> maybe you got the wrong one when you're kicked in the first time. And if he has a wooden leg, then you could cut off his arms. Then he couldn't wield that axe. Yeah, there we go. Unless it's, unless it's Specker Gadget, then you might. Uh, uh, exile, not rated. Does anyone want to talk about the exile? Oh, that's like a rock and roll band to me. Sounds like they. Uh, the subtle like art of not giving a swear word apparently has been deleted. The exile, that's like the opposite of the X file. Yeah, it's like the Twitter files, only it's about um, UFOs or something. Oh, know. the exile. That's where they, they found those documents in Joe Biden's closet. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> it's a new release. <laughs> and, and, and so the lawyer who found those is now exiled from <laughs> court. Sold on him. <laughs> Maybe we could throw that breaking news story in there. There you uh, go. Well, yeah, I don't know about this subtle art of not giving a whatever. Uh, it sounds kind of like maybe um, constipation in the workplace. Constipation, <laughs> constipation of the workplace. Constipation yeah, you, in the workplace. You can't give a crap as well. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. So you constipated well, I thought somewhere. maybe because your boss is full of crap, and it's a subtle art of having a boss that's full of crap or something. Oh, that could be. <laughs> And they're full of crap because they ate too much cheese. Uh, and they're constipated and they can't come out. And they need uh, put them upside down and feed them x lacs All the bad stuff people have to go through in a, in a oh. day or something, maybe putting up with crap from people. I don't know. Well, here's one. It's this my voice is calling it Sheen Ultraman, but it's spelled S H I N. Ultraman. Shin. Shin Ultraman. You kick him in the shin. <laughs> yeah. it, it, it's like that guy. From uh, when we were kids. What was that show uh, with uh, oh Ultraman? <laughs> no, the the cartoon guy from Texas it had the son named Bobby, King of the Hill. King of the Hill. And his dad had no shins. Got blown from Texas. Well, this is Ultraman, whose shins are born off by fighting with the giant-sized monsters. So maybe it's Shinless uh, Ultraman is what it should be. Yeah. Or maybe it is Sheen. Maybe he's just extra shiny. Extra <laughs> I forgot to put the E on it. Shine. Ah. A man called Otto. Huh. He's the same forwards and backwards. O-T-T-O. <laughs> Looks the same coming and going. He's trans. He's not binary. The not binary man. <laughs> Otter. 
He's a, oh, here's another one. House party, rated R. I can only imagine. <laughs> it's like Somebody a, a party. <laughs> like a pizza party, uh-huh. but in your house. Well, those are a handful of some movies. Some we actually, of course, took more time than others to sort of have some fun with. Um, oh, there's a bunch of Planet R, The Devil Conspiracy, Beautiful Beans. Beautiful Beans? <laughs> That's what it says. Jelly Beans are the beautiful says, ones. I think it says Chest Story. <clears throat> Oh, chess story, no T. Uh, doggone, not rated. Uh, there's a bunch of them this week. Well, anyway, we've talked about enough of them there. Let's go back up to the top. We didn't really uh, discuss Exile an awful lot because it's not really interesting sounding. Um, but it says um, an opinionated Christine. Um, Professor Quintessential, oh, some some girl who is apparently a know-it-all. Sounds like a generation of artists. Uh, it sounds really boring. Yeah, <laughs> the hatchet wielding hitchhiker. We got to know. We got to know. Yeah, the true story of Caleb and. Um, Caleb, what's his name? Kai Majilvery, whatever that means. And I can't say the word. An, an unhoused nomad. I wanted to say a homeless person. Right. Um, who, uh, after saving a woman from a violent attack, became an overnight hero. Oh, we thought he was going to be the killer. He's yeah, the hero. Well, because he saved a woman from a violent attack. Apparently, she was the one being attacked by the uh, the axe hitchhiker, and he must have saw it. And a homeless guy, and then he became an overnight, you know, hero and media attention. So it's a documentary, apparently, or at least based on a real story. Huh. That sounds like it could be somewhat interesting. Yeah. I mean, knowing that kind of the story plot is kind of, um, I mean, you kind of see where it's going all the whole time. But, yeah. but anyway, um, the subtle art of not giving a bleep <laughs> rated R um, based on the global best-selling self-help phenomenon, the subtle art of not giving a something percent uh, helps us to become less awful people. So it's a self, self-improvement self movie based on a self-improvement series about uh, not giving a crap, I guess. How, yeah. to, how to be not be the one who's full of crap, I guess you might say. <laughs> How to take uh, maybe some, when you have a problem, you just let it roll off your back. You don't how to take some self help laxative. Oh. <laughs> um, that's what one? it is. Okay, oh, that I think I missed one. It's called Noise, the Sheen Ultraman. 
Now, there's never a dull day on some planet or other. It's a Japanese movie. Uh, after a challenging encounter, a silvery superhero comes out of the sky, fights dinosaurs, and so forth. So this sounds like just a modern-day uh, remake. It's not like a fun movie. I'd watch it. Yeah. The only Man, thing I God remember Otto. from that Ultraman is he used to hold up a silver it's, spoon or something. It was like a silver, like a baton or something, or it had like a little light on the end of the... It, right. Kind of like a like a lightsaber handle, but it had like a little light beacon on it or something. No, he used to have his hands. He'd put his hands together in a V shape, and he'd shoot stuff from his hands. He had well, a I mean, to turn him into no Ultraman like... would do that, but the man who oh, oh yeah 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 he would yeah, summon yeah. Ultraman. He would hold yeah, him. Yeah. It was like a microphone almost. He would hold it up, but the end right. of it would be a little beacon, and right, Ultraman right. would come down. And yeah, whenever he would shoot the energy beams, he would like. Put his hands up, you know, one vertical, one horizontal. He, he uh, sent out like a, one time like a plus he sign. A, he made a plus sign. That bat signal. That bat signal. Ultraman. Barbecue or something one time because I remember he held up a chicken leg. Oh, not this. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's poultry man. <laughs> but the, uh, the other one I wanted to mention because he talked a little bit about was a man called Otto. Uh, rated PG-13, the story of Otto Anderson, a grumpy widower, uh, when a lively young, young family moves in next door, he meets his match with a inquisitive and very pregnant marriage leading to an unlikely relationship turned result upside down. Tom Hanks, huh. Mariana is Trebino, so I was going to, I thought maybe it's talking about the, maybe when the kids turned the world upside down, I thought that's Dennis the Menace. <laughs> <laughs> old man, unruly kid, but apparently grumpy old middle-aged man and some pregnant neighbor next door named you know, Harry meets Sally all over again. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, there's a, the movies of the week and what they really are. I, I like some of ours better, like the hatchet man's. You know. <laughs> I like our version of the hatchet man better a lot, a lot better. Yeah. But anyway, with all of our weird randomness done there, um, it is time for some news. Star stage and screen. <laughs> Rochester. Sorry, boss. And radio. Safe even for a baby's tender skin. News. 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 I have a story. A. Um, a 19-year-old unicyclist is about to finish his journey riding from the state of Maine to the Key West in Florida. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I wonder if he went down the Appalachian Trail uh, on a unicycle. Could uh have. -huh. Um, Maybe he'd be the first one on the unicycle to do that. Yeah. <laughs> That'd but be the hard trail, to pedal up the that trail ends, ends in Georgia, though, so he went further than that. So, wow! Back in, I think this was January fifth. On as of January fifth, he had just entered into the state of Florida, hmm. but he still has hundreds of miles to go. I'm sure this is five days later. He's probably there. I don't know. 
He, he's been ride, trying to ride uh, Henry Souter is his name. And he, he is raising money for going down these, the, um, whatever they call it, the Seacoast Highway. Oh. For cycling trails and stuff to help raise money for mm -hmm. and he uh, he arrived in St. Augustine and he had traveled eight, 1,800 miles and in 15 states he went through. Yep. And 440 Five miles from Key West. He's relied on the hospitality of strangers along the way. He would let them sign his his uh, helmet. <laughs> yeah. He must have a big head. <laughs> I know. It's like everyone I've met, I've let him sign my helmet. It's like, wow, you must really be stupid. You got a big head. 15 states, he had to meet quite a few people. <laughs> I'm sure he's got well, a big amount of space on my helmet. You can sign my knee pad. When he started, he had a real. Pad. When he started, he had a real skinny butt crack. Now it's huge. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's shaped like the seat of a unicycle. <laughs> yeah, like the Grand Canyon or something. I bet he needs to have an awful lot of uh, the hemorrhoid medicine. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Or that stuff is called. He wow. goes about twenty to twenty to thirty miles a day. He rides and. At the massive speeds of eight to ten miles per hour. Uh, that's a pretty fair clip. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds slow when you're thinking about a car, but it could be fast if you think about well, walking. Walking <laughs> speed is generally a mile an hour if you're walking quickly, about two miles an hour. If you're doing three to five, you're doing a jog. If you're doing five to ten, you're doing a sprint. But on a bicycle, about Five to eight miles an hour is what you would typically ride. Now, well, this first story is about a an animal that was found in the undercarriage of a car while oh, yeah. they were doing an oil change. <laughs> I saw that, and it was a bunny rabbit. I thought I would do this just because we've never had a story about a bunny rabbit. I don't think. Stuck in the undercarriage. <laughs> it was hiding up under the car and it went for a ride. Uh, it says, Kyle Brigg was doing an oil change. He was watching a younger guy to make sure everything was going okay. And they heard a scratching sound. And so he put his cell phone under the car and turned on his camera to see what it was. What a it hatchet wielding like. rabbit. It was <laughs> a hatchet wielding hitchhiker. <laughs> Yeah, there we go. <laughs> and when he put the camera under the car, they found the rabbit was stuck in the motor mount area. So hmm. the two of them got the rabbit out. <laughs> and he had taken a video of them chasing it around the garage, trying to catch it once it got out. But uh, huh. then they just let it loose outside the building and it took off. And they posted this video to, uh, was it TikTok? Instagram. Posted it to Instagram where it became a hit with followers. <laughs> and the caption on the video said, no bunnies were harmed in the making of this video. 
Yeah. That's weird. It was, so it was in his own garage and they were doing this? Well, he, he, it's, it was a Mercedes. He was changing the oil in Naples, Florida. Uh, and, uh, I, I, didn't, I don't know if it's because I mean, if he actually Hawaii. drove it some, to somewhere, I mean, because engines get pretty hot and that motor mount, they move a lot more than you would think they might. So that bunny went for a pretty scary ride. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know how. I mean, how it got up in there, why it got in there. Maybe it was warm and it was looking. Well, Florida don't get that cold though, and I don't know where Naples is out at the top or the south of the state. But yeah, huh? It's kind but, of weird. You think it'd be a lizard in Florida instead of a rabbit? Yeah. They got they got a lot of lizard. <laughs> they have a lot more heat shields and you know shields under the car now. Yeah, check the undercarriage and stuff to where he was up in there somewhere, but they did get him out and released him. And hmm. he ran away looking for his parents, I guess, the rabbits, mommy and yeah. daddy. <laughs> Speaking of heroic deeds of the bunny escaping to freedom, <laughs> a farmer reports that his dog saved his sheep from a coyote attack. The heroic dog. In Decatur, Georgia, the Georgia uh, sheepdog found his way home two days after coyotes attacked a flock of sheep, and he found his way home, the farmer says. Uh, Casper, a 20-month-old almost name of the dog here, great Pyrenees is the same kind of a sheepdog he is. Fought off a pack of coyotes who had attacked the farm. Karate tricks and stuff. Jedi tricks jumping through the air. Anyway, no, the fight uh, lasted longer than half an hour. Um, the coyotes had you know bit and bloodied Casper with skin and part of his tail torn off, the farmer told Georgia TV station. Uh, he scampered off, but returned two days later after we put out a call on social media. He was kind of looking at me like, boss, stop looking at how bad I look. Just take care of me. <laughs> I'm thinking Wiley Coyote the and Lifeline Animal Project <laughs> uh, has raised more than $15,000 for his hospital bills. Huh. It says, though dogs like Casper rarely prevail against packs of coyotes, uh, the, the coyotes have grown somewhat common throughout the uh, rural and suburban areas of the United States. But uh, Casper got the best of them, it looks like. So. I have a, so people go on the cruises and they can they see the whales you know people see the yeah. whales and everything well in california some people on a cruise got to witness an exceptional sight they encountered some whales they thought the whales were being attacked by a shark but the whale was actually giving birth to a baby whale oh yeah. I thought maybe they, they were humpback whales that were playing at least, uh, leapfrog or something and having trouble getting over. But apparently it's the opposite end of that fun uh, 
to event. do those do those whale sounds like like Dora does on Finding Nemo. Oh. <laughs> I didn't know I could speak Baby whale. whale. <laughs> <laughs> and so it says uh, it was given had given birth and the baby whale I, I might say what kind it is um it was 15 feet long wow and will gain 50 pounds a day on its mother's milk and i'm like well i didn't know whales had boobies but well they're mammals they maybe maybe this has got a baby bottle or something go down or something uh, get some baby whale formula <laughs> Yeah, maybe well, <laughs> maybe well, better take salty that baby whale formula. Yeah, <laughs> in the ocean, it was on Captain Captain Dan's Dolphin Adventures. <laughs> All right, but it says that whales, it was they were it was unexpected because whales those particular whales i'm still trying to hear the, what kind it was but they usually give their birth have their births down in they said around baja california by down by mexico not up in the northern part of california uh, yeah, they, they do have some whales uh, down there and they take boats out to go look at them yeah. and they can Blow the water out of their blowhole and they blow snot all over everybody in the boat. Watch <laughs> Got whale snot on me. That's how a whale sneezes, isn't it? Through its blowhole. <laughs> um, well, I did have, like I said, I told you guys there was two stories. Um, one, I'm trying to remember. Where it happened at, there was a snake that was crossing the road, a python. And but when I looked at the story, it didn't really. It had a video, and I couldn't get the video to play. So I'm assuming the snake was crossing the road to get to the chicken farm to have a nice big meal. I don't know. <laughs> and then there was one alligator in Florida that was crossing the road, and he was trying to, to get to the snake. Seen it Sunday, and I was going to record it Monday, but it had fallen off the list. So, uh, the I didn't get a chance to record that. The snake and the gator fell off because the chickens got them. Yeah, <laughs> they went for the chickens, but the chickens got revenge. You're out of here. It was a gray Hello. whale. It was a gray whale. Then that story, but he must have caught the snake. And uh, gray whale. I don't know why an alligator crossed her. I, I can imagine a snake. You know, going to eat chickens, but an alligator maybe to eat a person. <laughs> the alligator was going to the boot store so he can be some boots. Yeah, oh, yeah. He needs to get some alligator shoes. Yeah, and he needs to accessorize with an alligator belt. Yeah. <laughs> Make a handbag. Uh, he had to have a handbag take back to his wife. Yeah, <laughs> they could all match. <laughs> He's talking about uh, uh, whales giving babies. Well, this isn't exactly a whale, but uh, 27 people flee from an airplane after a woman uh, falsely goes into labor. <laughs> falsely? <laughs> You're going to say farted. <laughs> a plane farted. in Spain has a pregnant woman who goes into labor 
uh, it was Barcelona, Spain. Um, the Spanish police were searching for 14 people who ran from the plane at Barcelona airport after making an emergency landing uh, to obtain assistance for a pregnant woman who had claimed that she was about to give birth. The office for Spain's government in the region said um, that the airline's flight from Casablanca to Istanbul with 228 passengers requested emergency landing uh, at Terra della Barcelona Airport. As the woman was getting evacuated from the plane, 27 passengers exited the aircraft without authorization and tried to flee. I don't know why they tried to flee. <laughs> They didn't want to be there watching that woman have a baby. I, I, they were on the way from Casablanca <laughs> to Istanbul. I guess they decided they didn't like Istanbul anymore. They probably heard the woman say, get this out of me or I'm going to explode. And they probably thought it was a bomb. <laughs> yeah, probably, maybe. <laughs> but uh, uh, the police managed to stop 13. They were looking for the other uh, 14 uh, who were, have remained at large. Uh, it, it it never says why they fled. Um, uh, now the woman who was thought to have been in labor was later detained and charged on public disorder after doctors at the hospital determined that although pregnant, she was not about to give birth. So she faked being in labor so these 27 guys could run away. It's not like she's in on whatever plot is happening there, but I don't get it. I don't know why the it never says why they fled. It never says were they Spanish, were they uh, Istanbul, or were they some nationality? It's just they were unauthorized and they fled. Um, oh, they didn't probably have the proper credentials to go into a new country. They might not have. They want people to just, you know, get off the plane when they land. Illegal so immigrants. What difference does it make? Illegal aliens. <laughs> okay, that makes more sense. But for some reason, uh, it sounded like she was complicit. They were using her to fake uh, labor, and they all decided, let's go, let's go run, because <laughs> uh, we don't like we 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 don't have our passports in order, or, or I don't know, but it just sounds kind of shady to me. Yeah. The whole thing, but this is funny. Faking, faking you're having a baby. <laughs> a man in Alberta, Canada, who um, was in his yard, and he encountered a moose. And the headline is... Moose chases man up a tree. <laughs> yeah. um, it says that uh, this guy saw a moose nearby. It says he did a bluff charge, whatever that's supposed to be. I don't know what a bluff charge is. He did like a bluff charge, and the moose started charging at him. And so he ran to the tree, and he jumped like that song. You know, the other day I saw a bear. He jumped into the air and he grabbed that branch away up there. And he, when he finally found that he was at a safe distance up in the tree, 
he decided to whip his phone out and take pictures of the moose. The moose was grunting and groaning and <laughs> using antlers and hitting the tree branches and stuff, trying to get the guy. He doesn't like that man. I don't like you there, Mr. Man. He said, I'm, charge you. I'm angry at you. Ah. He said after about 10 or 15 minutes, the moose quit, you know, trying to shake the tree or hit the tree. And he got tired of it, just went away. Huh. And posted that on uh, fa uh, Instagram, Facebook, all that stuff. It must have been in that moose's territory somehow. Yeah. Or maybe the moose oh, just started. I left out the part where it said he screamed like a little girl and ran up the tree. <laughs> uh, I would imagine, yeah. <laughs> of course, he probably doesn't have that on his phone uh, recorded, but. Uh, <laughs> well, maybe that's it. He screamed like a girl and the moose thought, hey, it's a girl moose. Come here, baby. That's why that tree. Wow. And so after 10 or 15 minutes, he climbed down a tree and walked on home. <laughs> and I go, okay. Wow. I actually have one more story here. Instead of having snakes on a plane, there's a loose cat on the plane. <laughs> this cat somehow got out of its carry-on crate. David Hislet recorded the flight attendant trying to catch the cat on the Boeing 737 and uh, the uh, flight attendant had caught it but the cat did not want to be caught evidently it was very upset hissing and carrying on so she put it back on the floor and said you know who's missing their cat come over here and get it <laughs> and so whoever it belonged to of course they came and got it put it back in the crate oh. uh, so, so it was like a stray cat that happened to wander onto the plane it was actually somebody who had it in a carrier and they let yeah. it out yeah they had to have let it out of the carrier and then just let loose of it or fell asleep and it got away because I don't know how a cat would accidentally get out of its carry-on well uh, I think it was my wife was telling me she saw a, a video the other day, it must have been on, I don't think it was TikTok, because she doesn't go there, but it might have been on Facebook, where a cow would reach through the gate with its head, and then with its tongue, grab a hold of the latch and lift up its head, and it would pull the latch up and open the gate. <laughs> That's a smart using cow. It, uh, using its tongue. So I don't know, sometimes cats and animals can be smart enough to open up them carriers. So. Huh. But yeah, uh, it was causing chaos on the plane, like the snakes in the movie from way back when. And it was the cat in the hat, and it was chasing after thing one and thing two. Maybe <laughs> there was turning the snow pink and all that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> well, I I might could do one more. Um, yeah, I'll go ahead and run through it pretty quick. Uh, mine ha also has to do with cats. Um, Two women in Alabama were, are on trial for feeding <laughs> and trapping stray cats. They feed them and they trap them. And I'm thinking trapping like for furs. <laughs> Whatever I think of trappers, that's what I think of, you know, the Batman and the furs and stuff, trapping. Um, but in uh, Alabama, 
uh, these two ladies, one of them is age 61, I think, and the other one's age six, uh, 85. Uh, they are going to jail for their efforts to feed and trap cats. Um, they were taken to jail over the summer, but they're just going to trial now. Um, the police chief said the woman had previously been warned not to feed stray animals uh, because by feeding the stray animals, they were on public property, but they said by feeding stray animals, you're only encouraging other stray animals to come around. And the police <laughs> didn't want that. And the mayor did not want that. But the women, they, they did have a good motives at heart for their efforts at being charged with disorderly conduct. Uh, they wanted to, to feed the traps, to lure them so they could trap them and take them to be spayed and neutered. Ah. And I assume re-release them. I don't know what they did with them once they had them. And, but the, the, their intent was to spay and neuter stray cats. But the police and city government did not see it that way. They said... Oh. So, anyway. I know you did a story before about a woman wanting to feed homeless people in the park, and she got in trouble because it kept got to where they wanted to keep coming back, just like a stray cat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just same same concept, and, yeah. and it's not it's not a good thing to do. It's just uh, in this case they were luring other stray animals besides just cats, because raccoons will eat cat food, and so will other stray animals, possums, and and other critters, uh, and they were trying to cut down on that. Uh, anyway, that's all I got on that one. Does Terry have a bonus one before we go on, or what? Yeah, I got another moose story. Moose. The mooses are wild this week. I wow. know. I had like two of them. In Saskatchewan, a guy, uh, let's see what the time. A moose on the loose Left a man with scratched window panes. Oh man, horrible! <laughs> On his house. Woo! His <laughs> dog sitting a dog who likes to go bark, 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 bark. And moose mooses apparently are very agitated or aggravated easily. <laughs> so. As big as they are, they could just step on them little barky dogs. Well, the dog was in the house. Oh. And so, but it saw the moose out the window and started barking like crazy, which caused the moose to charge and keep charging, smashing his head into the guy's window and window <laughs> panes on his house. And that's pretty much all there is to that story. After a while, the moose stopped and this hurts my he head. Was, <laughs> he was not, well, he wasn't home at the time, but he saw that on the security footage later. Uh, Good he was looking like a squirrel and Boris and Natasha. <laughs> and dog, dog thought the moose might try to break in. <laughs> yep. <laughs> he didn't get through, though. So we have some other ones where they bust through the window and go rampaging through the guy's house. But this one. Well, mooses are pretty big. I mean, yeah. if they were got inside your house, they'd fill up the room pretty easily. Wow. <laughs> They're big, often the biz biggest animal around. Nope. I don't but, think I've ever seen a real moose. Except uh, for Bullwinkle. 
Yeah, well, I don't that's know a, that I've seen the a, moose in the wild per se, but I have seen some pretty big elk and uh, other pretty large critters. And yeah, they can be huge. Huh. Anyway, we're all out of news. Taylor, I can't do it. You tell her. Thanks loads. Oh, what the sweat, Charlie? Shouldn't you be broadcasting? Listen, Mr. Timpton. You know I'm a sober citizen, right? Mm-hmm. Never once have I broadcast with the smell of alcohol on my breath, right? Right. In all your 12 years here at the Bureau, did I well, once what's ever... What's the matter, Charlie? We're picking up a message on our wavelength. Well, did you report to the FCC? I ain't got the nerve. Well, what's wrong? You'll scream when you hear this, Mr. Timpton. You'll jump right out the window, but... We are getting an SOS from the moon. Well, with all that, it's now time for some top tens. Top ten. Stuff with Terry. If Terry has some top ten stuff. Oh, yes, I do. If Terry had yeah, top ten stuff, does. how much top ten stuff would Terry have? He's always got top ten. Terry would have as much top ten stuff as Terry would have top if Terry had top tough. ten stuff. Top ten tough. I got top ten tough because I left off my S. My tough. I got top ten tough. Yeah. My top ten tough is I got from the the news feed we go to. I was like, wow, all the stuff's in from Canada. Well, up in Canada, um, this is in Saskatchewan, where this list comes from. But it's in Saskatchewan. They released their top ten embarrassing. 911 phone calls. <laughs> uh, can I put up my beer? It's an emergency. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> and <clears throat> let me uh, get the drink there. Okay. So, um, oh, I pushed the dang clock button. What time okay. was it? Number 10. A caller called now up there they they the RCM the Royal, Royal Canadian, Canadian Mounted Police. Police. Yeah. And so I well just say police, whatever, but some of them might make more sense, but it's it's all in uh, Saskatchewan, Canada, all these but a caller number ten, a caller called to um, inquire about an officer in their community that was injured to see how they were doing. <laughs> it's an emergency. How's Officer Joe been yeah. after I shot him last week? <laughs> I figured they could call 911 to say, yeah. hey, uh, how's, it, how's it going? Yeah. How's it going there with W. Do-Right? RCMP. And, you know, even though it's well-meaning, you know, it's still not considered an emergency. <laughs> right. Uh, number nine... The police uh, the they got a phone call. Number nine was a man who was tired of being on hold 
when he had to pick up paperwork from the police department. Um, he was on hold for paperwork and he called 911. Help me, I can't do my paperwork. <laughs> well, I mean, he called 911 to say, I'm tired of being on hold. I'm trying to get paperwork. <laughs> you know, oh, like uh, thinking that was an emergency because he needed his paperwork quick, you know. So <laughs> he was tired of being on hold. I guess you call him the regular number. <laughs> number, number, <laughs> number eight. Now, this, this could be considered an emergency actual emergency but number eight a man called the police because he got bit by a mosquito and it made him lose his dentures <laughs> oh wow yeah. well those canadian wonder, mosquitoes can be pretty big i say i wonder how that happened he's yeah, you get a bit by a mosquito and you call it us. The man, oh, the man <laughs> swallowed a mosquito, which caused him to cough and spit out and lose his dentures, and he, oh. couldn't, he couldn't eat his supper. <laughs> oh, well, that's not a, it would be an emergency. If he coughed him up because he was gagging or choking or couldn't breathe, that's, that would be an emergency. Right. But I lost my teeth and I can't eat. Emergency. <laughs> Number seven. An individual called and asked for assistance to help delete a voicemail off of their phone. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, the emergency tech support hotline, huh? <laughs> Number six. Um, it's they say it's not a prank phone call line, but number six says a man called called there was a cougar on the loose in his city. When the police asked about a description of the cougar, the man said her name is Cindy. Oh. <laughs> She's a gray-haired 60-year-old woman looking yeah. for some 20-year-olds. <laughs> And they say, don't call 911 unless it's an emergency because you would delay help with other people. Please call the police in emergency situation only. Maybe Number the cougar was looking for him. <laughs> She's after me. Number five. Uh, a a roommate called the 911 because they ordered a $65 takeout order and their roommate ate it. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's an emergency. <laughs> and so he wanted them to come and sort out the disagreement. Well, when he poops, we'll divide up. <laughs> you can get your part. Mm. Well, that sounds like it's worked out uh, amongst the people. You owe me $35 for the food gate of mine. Right. Reorder um, it, and then he'll have his food and have that guy pay for it. Yeah. Number 
four. Here, kitty, kitty. A caller called for a hostile kitty for the police to come and take it to be spayed or neutered. You have a hostile cat. <laughs> yeah, nine one one is not the number for that. You call animal control if anything. <laughs> they want to have. Can you come take this hostile cat to the to the animal shelter? They cut off its hangy down the parts. <laughs> it drive me nuts. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's not a nine one one call. That's animal control, or just throw the cat out the window. Make it live outdoors. Just, Cats can handle that. They're tougher than you think. Yeah. Number three. A woman called 911 because she had bought a pair of boots and they wouldn't take them back at the department store. <laughs> <laughs> It's an emergency, all right. These boots, I don't like them, and Walmart won't take them back. <laughs> Come make a customer service, just take these shoes back. I want my money back. It's an emergency. <laughs> yeah, no. And number two. <laughs> number two. Somebody called 911 to say they were out of milk and could they pick some up for them? <laughs> I, I was thinking he was going to say they were out of toilet paper and they can't get up to go grab another roll, but that will work too. Yeah. Number one. Somebody called 911. To report their bathtub was stopped, but the water wouldn't go down. <laughs> yeah. Plumber, I would call plumber. <laughs> and that's uh, those, but I was. I mean, uh, the, it, it, it could be an emergency if you have a stopped up rain, but the police is not who you call. <laughs> there are plumbers who, who do have on top people who can come out. Stuff like that. Now, this wasn't a 911 call, but we were watching, I was watching like Judge Joe Brown on TV. And in the courtroom, you're the guy in the courtroom, and they were going up into the courtroom because one guy was saying the other guy um, bought some marijuana from him or some drugs from him and he wouldn't uh, give him, you know, give him back or pay him for it or whatever. He was suing the guy cause he sold him drugs and then the guy didn't pay him. And the judge said, okay, what kind of drug? And he said, like marijuana. He goes, you know, that's illegal, right? <laughs> he goes, I can't help you. 
case, you know, and threw it out of court. And it's like, you can't come in. He was laughing about it too. I can't believe you come in here, you know, just to do that, you know, and stuff. You right. have an illegal substance and it was robbed, which is illegal. So no, it's not a, you know, yeah, it's not a case for the legal system. And somebody think you should be arrested, both of you. On the newer Judge Judy show, somebody admitted to right there on live TV that they did something, an illegal activity. You know, they they didn't think it was illegal, but it had to do with that PPP monies and stuff and everything. They they filed for it, even though they didn't qualify for it. And then the government wanted their money back and whatever. How dare they? You don't have you don't have a business. You don't have employees. You weren't entitled to get that money. You need to give that money back. You know, so. Oh yeah. Like, I hope the IRS is watching the show. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you would think if somebody does an illegal oh, activity no. in the courtroom, they would just lock them up and take them to the jail. <laughs> you would think, but it, it would take the the prosecutor or the DA to to levy that charge. I mean, a judge can say hold them over. And then had the DA work up a charge, but if you admit that right in front of the judge, then uh, then they they would just go to a judge and get an order to to get a warrant, and you're, you're standing right in front of the guy who could do that. You know? Yeah, <laughs> this wasn't a crime, but it is now. <coughs> there's a warrant, and there's the officer, and there's your jail cell. <laughs> so anyway, that's uh. You're being incarcerated for being stupid. <laughs> I had the other ones still in my little bookcase here of, of top tens. I go, ooh, I got to do that one. Because <laughs> of other stories in this episode all came from Canada. So I thought that was interesting. Yeah. But I've heard some for, you know, here too that people have done, you know, but I can't think of any now, but I've heard of different ones. But... <laughs> Sir, I know not who you are, but uh, you and your costume amuse me mightily. <laughs> Simply devastating. Uh, well, it's time to move things on along at this point. Yeah. Since we're through with our lists. Through the anchor. The anchor topic. Yeah. Curse Splash. <laughs> um. This week is on computers, which I feel like we talk about <laughs> computers. Don't spill coffee on your keyboard. <laughs> yeah. Note to self, keyboards are never thirsty and they never drink coffee. I need to get a waterproof keyboard. Do they make them? Well, they I, have, they have I, they, I wouldn't be surprised, but it's they have wise. It's a yeah. wise idea to never keep open beverage containers anywhere near electronics. Yeah, they have a, over, a rubber overlay, though, that you can get on for some keyboards. Um, whenever I am at my computer and I'm drinking something, I reach way over here to my right 
where I can well, reach the edge of a table, and that's where I set it. When here's I get my, thirsty, I reach way over there, and I <laughs> pick it up and drink it. My my computer desk that I have is probably 20 years old, and so I have a keyhole saw. You know, you put the, like, drill doorknobs out, you know, on your door. Yeah. And so I'm going to go here on my desk. I'm going to drill a keyhole in the, the top of my desk so that my skinny bottom cup will fit right in that. Make cup. you a cup holder for your <laughs> custom cup holder. But <laughs> e even that could find its way getting tipped over. Another thing that I would do, I, I don't do it so much here, but in church house, I would. Uh, I would keep a water bottle. You know, just go out and uh, I, I'd like to get these uh, uh, tea uh, in a little 16 ounce bottle because the caps on them I can get on and off pretty easily. Whereas the caps on a, like I say, a Pepsi bottle or, or actual water bottle is kind of hard for me to handle. And I would just keep, keep some lined up there. But again, they would be on a table uh, behind me uh, on the opposite side of me from the computer. <laughs> and if I was thirsty, I would grab one and uncap it and drink it and put it back on the table. Yeah, uh, that's good for cold drinks, but not warm ones. Well, and, and with the warm drink, I mean, yeah, it's kind of difficult because most times, even if you have a lid on top of a coffee cup, it, it still has a hole in it. It's not like it's sealed. A little bit of splash out. If you're lucky, if the whole lid don't pop off, you're good. You right. It's out like a little bit. Heinz, they <laughs> give you that coffee cup. It's like a I don't know, 20-ounce coffee cup or something. Hmm. And it has a little slider. You, you slide over with your thumb when it blocks the hole. You slide it the other way and it opens it to drink. Those uh, is your best shot, but even those can leak through. And they can have the lid pop off if they topple over. So the, the point with keyboard computer safety is try to avoid putting anything that's liquid anywhere near where it can spill. But you know, or you could do like, you know how you can get those, those cup holders in the auto zone for your car. You got the little thing you can put it where your window you know, I don't like, know if they oh, make yeah. those anymore. They might, and, but it's and been you years. get one of those, and then I could go right here to the edge of my desk and just cut a little slot there to put the thing on. Right. It can hang over the side of my desk. <laughs> right. Yeah, the kind used to hang on the window, uh, the car <laughs> window. Yeah. And, yeah, uh, I, I, don't, I haven't seen any of those in a long time. They might not make them anymore, but they might. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, what liquid safety? It's best to just keep it as distant as possible. The other day. Uh, I think it was during maybe New Year's or Christmas or something. Somebody, I was on my living room uh, recliner and I have a little table next to it where I keep a, my old laptop, which I can do some work in there and be in a more comfortable seat. Uh, but there, I never drink anything. But when the kid brought me something one day and it set it on my table right next to my laptop, I was like, nope, that doesn't go there. Picked it right up. <laughs> Put it on the opposite side on the floor. I'd rather have it be on the floor and get kicked over than on my computer and fall over. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm pretty meticulous about it. It's got to be far away because I don't drink stuff around my computer. It's a, one of the, the cardinal rules of computer safety. Right. Like, you know, wear a condom, <laughs> wear no, have no sodas around your computer. 
So that's that's all I have on that. I didn't really have a topic, but that we, we kind of did have a built-in one with Harry's coffee adventure. <laughs> it's funny, but it's sad because he has to go out and buy a new keyboard and a yeah. new rubber thing for the top of it, the keyboard condom for his keyboard. Yeah. Well, you can, like I said, they, they used to have the plastic rubbery coating you could put over it, but sometimes right. that. You know, after a while, that can, you know that could still make your key stick or something. You know, and so I've 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 done it once when uh, I I was really bad at it, drinking around my computer. I'd actually took Saran wrap and put it around my my keyboard. Uh, you know, and, well, if if you're gonna have the habit, you gotta do what it takes. You know, safe computing. <laughs> right, right now, off to the side of me. I have a an old nightstand sitting here with my talking microwave on it. I just open the top drawer there, and uh, it's just it's got a, a, a shallow drawer, right? You know, and so I can just sit my cup there, right? Because that way it's got something of a cup holder. If it's going to get knocked over, ideally, then I'll just mess up your my, drawer. The other day when I spilled this on my laptop, it spilled, and so then I started to clean up the mess and then i not i had my grandsons had got me this metal insulated cup um it, it, it has a lid that fits inside of the top but it doesn't like snap in but it that that fell off the desk Harry. great i spilled my soda and my coffee but then whenever i went to clean up the floor this stainless steel cup had fell off the desk but landed upright and it didn't wow. spill at all i was like oh Hallelujah. <laughs> uh, it, it sounds like you need to have some remedial classes of drinking. <laughs> go, go back to a baby bottle for a well, while. I got get, some beer in the refrigerator. <laughs> I can go back to drinking, sure. <laughs> go back to being, look, he's a big boy. He went to a sippy cup. Yay. I got some Bud Light. I got some vodka. I can go back to drinking. <laughs> uh, but anyhow, yeah, it's like that. <laughs> Anyway, I was just going to say some more, but eh, we, we said enough. So I want you fellas to smile and be just as sweet as you possibly can. Why should she take that attitude? Some person in every block, in every town and city in the United States is doing exactly the same thing. Yeah, we do have an email. What's in the mail for today? Oh, just the usual bunch of crackpot letters. What's it say? What? Well, isn't that nice? Okay, I'll um, <laughs> Uh, here we go. Uh, I don't know. It's just apparently is a, a funny story someone sent in. It's not like an email, whatever. But it says uh, Howard Carter and his trainee went into King Tut's tomb. Suddenly, um, the mummies came to life. It grabbed a dagger and it came towards them. The trainee grabbed the pistol and fired shots at the mummy, but they had no effect. Then Howard Carter grabbed a violin. What? A violin? Oh, a vial. Grabbed a vial and dumped it all over the mummy. And the mummy fell lifeless to the ground. Let's go. Why was he going to grab a violin and play it to death? <laughs> anyway, he grabbed the vial, threw it all over, and mummy fell. Uh, only holy water can stop 
the unholy mummy, he told his trainee. Then the empty coffin came to life and came towards them. The trainee grabs the vial of holy water, dumps all over it, but it had no effect. Then the Howard Carter grabbed a bottle out of his pocket, dumped the contents onto the coffin, and the coffin fell lifeless to the ground. Only holy water can stop an unholy mummy, says Carter, but only a cough syrup can stop the coffin. <laughs> That's right, yeah. Mm. Makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, we'd rather have an email, you know, a funny real life story, but we'll I thought, send us something. We'll take that too. I thought they were going to end it with like, oh, we're out of holy water. Well, how do you make it? You got to boil the hell out of it. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, that's what you say about it. <laughs> um, but anyway, that's an email. Come on, people, we need better emails than that. <laughs> that was interesting. I mean, I just listened to a History This Week podcast, and they just did a thing about uh, King Tut's tomb oh. you know, when they found it in 1920 something. You know, it's when they found his tomb. Uh, just. Uh, historical fact there anyway. yep uh, but anyway that's all i have for email so it's but i didn't now. send in that email that wasn't from me i don't no, know that one was not from perry uh, <laughs> i don't have the name handy of who did send it in and i won't embarrass you for sending such a stupid email maybe it was billy <laughs> mummy. billy mummy must have sent it in uh, something something should be done to help him Romeo, tell me that you love me. Speak to me. Speak to me. But hey, now it's time for our final thoughts. I have. Um. You can't believe everything you hear, but you can repeat it. <laughs> what time is it when ten elephants are chasing you? Ten after one. Ten after <laughs> one. Uh, well, uh, well, I don't want to really, you know, tell on people, but there was a time when my brother uh, couldn't help but steal pieces of a carpet from people's houses everywhere he went. That's right. He was a rug addict. He continued to be a rug addict. Until some old lady hung him out on a line of beating. He's clean now. Well, it's so funny, I can tell. <laughs> a couple had their first daughter born with a silver spoon in her mouth. And so now they're hoping for triplets so they can have a whole sack. The floor just hates me. The walls are bullies. The table and chairs just keep getting in my way. <laughs> and your keyboard is thirsty.
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's see. I had a friend who asked me if I could name two different structures that hold water. I thought for a moment and finally said, well, damn. <laughs> Fun. <laughs> they hold water. <laughs> I spend a lot of time and energy and effort childproofing my house. Them damn children still keep getting that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, to the guy that invented imaginary numbers and math, I hate you. <laughs> I do too. Uh. Oh. Just wondering if you drop a bar of soap, is the soap dirty or the floor clean? Uh. <laughs> I know the answer if you're a teenager, the floor's clean. <laughs> <laughs> I dropped the soap, I'm done. Bathroom floor's clean. <laughs> A Freudian slip is when you say one thing, but you mean your mother. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, a balanced diet is when you have a cupcake in both hands. Oh, yeah. Uh, Americans owe a lot to the British. If it wasn't for them, we'd all be speaking some language you couldn't understand. Uh, I told my mother I was born again. She said I didn't feel a thing. No. <laughs> uh, try harder, Terry. Try harder. Mm. <laughs> well, I did not trip and fall. I attacked the floor, and I believe I'm winning. I love the way the earth rotates it makes my day (laughs) I think we we may have done this one before but what do you call a bear with no teeth a gummy bear Uh, I think we did that one before Oh, we did it now. Yeah. Well, what are two words that'll make a shark happy? Man overboard. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, There we go. Well, I was wondering, if you worked on Old McDonald's farm and your job was to take care of chickens, does that make you a McDonald's chicken tender? What did one cannibal say to another cannibal while they were eating a clown? Does that taste funny to you? 
Yeah. Clown. Funny. <laughs> I don't have. Well, I don't have a good one to end on. Just to say that a whiteboard is one of the most remarkable things I know of. A whiteboard. Remarkable. No white. <laughs> you can mark over them again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I told you it wasn't good, but hey, you can't have winners all the time. Sometimes I wish I wasn't so young and beautiful. But hey, with that's all we got, then we can close everything out and uh, say, hey, this is your host, Keith, saying thanks for listening. Tell a friend about us. That's how we really do grow our audience the most. But the, while you're out there on your favorite podcast directory, leave us a rating and review. Let other people know what you think about us. And stop by the webpage. Leave us a comment. Send us an email. Tell us some real funny stories, not some fake funny stories. And uh, with all that said, I guess we're done. That sounds funny. TSF at that sounds funny.com. That sounds funny. Come back next week and hear some more funny stuff. Here, Terry still coffee. Still coffee hey, and more stuff. Yeah. I never heard Terry snacking on nothing. <laughs> I did. I sat there and said, can you all hear me eating? But you were busy doing your weird words. Oh, I was going to say, I didn't hear you say anything about it. I was eating. What was I eating? Oh, I don't know. Uh, guess the food <laughs> Terry was eating. We'll we'll reveal the truth next week. I was going to say, tune in next week, and I'll tell <laughs> you what I was eating. You better record it, or you'll forget. <laughs> yeah.